0: JBL's Everything Audio Podcast, powered by Headliner Radio. Today, we're welcoming Atlanta-based alternative R&B artist Ari the Gem onto the podcast to talk about her first single of 2023, "To It," a song so infectious that it saw her Spotify followers go from 4,000 to 40,000 in just one month. So, thank you so much for joining us today. It's so great to have you on. Um, How are you doing?
1: I feel incredible. I'm so good. Um, The sun is shining today and so that's always a good day for me. (laughs) That's always the same here in the UK because of how rare it is but
0: um, I don't know what it's like where you are. Are you in Atlanta at the moment?
1: Yes I am in Atlanta. Okay
0: is that not known for its good weather? I've actually never been.
1: Yeah Atlanta is known for its hot weather okay it's We haven't even made it fully out of spring and it's already giving summer vibes. It's been giving summer vibes for the past like two weeks and it it was an abrupt change too. It was like, oh, winter. Okay. Spring, summer, actually. Spring, summer. (laughs) Okay. Nice. I
0: think that's exactly the same what's going on in the UK. So it's obviously cold here most of the time, but when it gets hot, we just, people just can't cope because we're not used to it. But um, I'm glad it's it's happening for both of us, both sides of the pond. So um, have you always lived in Atlanta?
1: Um, so no, I was actually born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <clears throat> I stayed there till I was about like maybe 10. And then I moved to Mobile, Alabama. And that's where I graduated from high school and um, ultimately transitioned after high school to Atlanta. Oh, OK, got
0: you. So, um, OK, so I think we should start. So first of all, huge congratulations on the success of Tuit so far. It seems to be phenomenal, the response you've had with you know, all your followers and all of your numbers going up. So, you know, did you you have a feeling when you did this one? Because you've been, you know, recording music for a couple of years, releasing stuff, but then you get, what was it, 100,000 streams Spotify in a month, added to thousands of playlists. You know, you go from 4,000 to was it over 40 Spotify Hmm. listeners? 40,000, sorry. So did you have any idea that you would get such a reaction? I
1: knew this song was gonna be special just based off of like how it made me feel like creating it um it was a very vulnerable song and I was just speaking from a from a place of just just wanting to like push through my obstacles and so I I knew it was gonna be a special song because it was a special song for me and I would share with my family and they would tell me like yo this is this is my favorite song but I didn't I didn't think that it was going to like do this. I couldn't fathom this, you know, I knew it was (laughs) going to be big, but I know it's going to impact my community in this way and and create this much noise. But I'm so grateful. And
0: what is it? What do you think it is about the song that is resonating with just so many people?
1: I feel like it's relatable to where we are um, in, in the social climate. Like, with inflation, with just all of the things that you go through as an adult. Um, Just relationship issues. I feel like people can really resonate with it. It's it's down to earth. And I feel like people were just able to connect with my story and see themselves within that. So, yeah, it was just one of those songs that really had that universal, like, just understanding, you know? Mm-hmm. And when was it that you started to realize
0: that something was happening with this song? That loads of people were talking about it. You're getting all these follows, all of these streams. Like, when did you start to notice that?
1: <clears throat> it was really when people started to just like take initiative to create with the song. Like, I had a lot of dancers in the, in the dance community just like start making videos to the song. And just tell me like how this spoke to them and, you know, how they feel grateful for me to be able to create this and put this out. And and they just love it. And also I had someone uh, from Turkey. I had this student uh, say that their teacher was playing music in class and um, the ad popped up and the teacher just let it play. And it was just really dope to know that, like, now I'm reaching like kids in the classroom because, you know, that's really one of my major things is like I make universal music for all ages and yeah that that really inspired me and let me know all right this this one is, is special for sure
0: mm. well it's good to know one the algorithms working of these ads because I can only imagine hey. the energy that goes into that and reaching turkey as well and some kids that's amazing yes yes and um so I've seen this song is about overthinking which you admit you're guilty of I think perhaps we all are in some way but so tell me about what you were overthinking about you know when you wrote the song or what was
1: going through your mind at the time Hmm. well at the time I was like in a space where I knew that I needed to be creating and I knew that I always knew that music was my passion and my purpose and aligned with like the reason that I'm alive and so I was working this 9 to 5 and it was just it was just a struggle like I never like really had enough money to like take care of myself and also like you know just do what I wanted to do uh you know express in the ways that I wanted to express and I just started feeling the weight and the pressures of just like adulthood and mm-hmm just all the things and relationships and not knowing if people want to build with me because I I've been single for about like five years now so it's just I'm like wanting to build these intimate connections but like not even knowing if we're building from a solid foundation And, and so I was just like feeling all of the weight of that and I was just like let me just alchemize this energy and and shift it into something that I know is gonna help me in my future and even in the midst of all that I knew I had to stay focused I knew I had to just like keep working really hard to like get to this next level and yeah so it was like one of those songs that I wrote to inspire myself to keep going and to stay motivated Mm. and do you think
0: for you is there any upside of Overthinking as a songwriter because I guess it enables you to
1: get all of these thoughts out uh, into a song absolutely I'm a very particular person when it comes to the things that I say in my music because I just understand like how much of an impact words can have and you know as I'm writing and I'm looking at what I'm writing. I'm always overanalyzing and and making sure it makes sense and making sure the storyline is fluid and that it's comprehensive to someone who doesn't really understand what this is because they haven't necessarily experienced it. But, you know, overthinking, I I think, is a tool um, within balance you know because sometimes I just like overthink about the simplest stuff and I'm just like well actually this song can be really really simple it doesn't have to be so complicated mm-hmm. so finding that balance okay and have you
0: always found songwriting quite easy if you've been writing from a young age
1: so I started writing poetry um when I was just in middle school just as a as a tool of just getting my thoughts out and um, the first time I actually wrote a song, I was in a chorus class and the and the teacher was like, all right, y'all have to write a song about the summer. And so I did that and I was like, oh, this is cool. But I didn't really start taking it serious until after I graduated high school. Um, and from there, like it was just I fell in love with everything about the recording process, writing, um, you know, mixing, uh, Just being in the software itself, like, I fell in love with the entire process. But songwriting has definitely become one of those things that keeps me grounded in in different ways and keeps me connected to myself and to my soul and my intuition. So I've definitely developed this love for it through poetry. Mm,
0: Okay, yeah, that makes sense as a place where you've started from. And um, given that you said that you're quite particular in terms of the things you put into your music do you find it quite difficult being vulnerable through your songwriting or is that something that you get used to over time?
1: Yeah, I feel like I have to tell the truth. I don't like to sugarcoat, you know, I, I like to be very open. I'm naturally an open person and I love to share and express. And so this is a form of of me giving myself in in different ways. And so I find it that it comes naturally to just open up and to be expressive in this way, because it always starts with me first. It's not like I'm I'm making songs for like necessarily like for other people. Like it starts from uh, a, a heart centered, like me space. And then I'm able to like open up and share myself with other people, which is dope, especially when people can resonate with where I'm coming from.
0: Yeah, and I was thinking, just then the overthinking kind of kick in again once you've actually written a song, recorded it, released it? Because then you think, oh, okay, now people are actually going to hear it.
1: Yes. It's
0: like, what are they going to think? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other section of the overthinking. But I guess that's natural. But I can only imagine it must be like that when you're kind of putting your thoughts and feelings into this music. And then, oh, okay, people you know are going to hear this. So
1: is that like kind of hard to get too used to? you know, because I know that I'm like in alignment with like my purpose and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. It, it kind of brings me peace to be able to just like open up and just allow people to see me. It, it is scary a little bit because it's like, wow, I didn't, I didn't expect like, you know, for my giving to, to inspire or to make people feel this way or, you know, just activate different things in people. But ultimately, I know, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I kind of just push the fear to the side, push the overthinking to the side and like, get to it and and just continue to be vulnerable and express because a lot of people are guarded. And, you know, I'm here to help inspire people to open up to themselves and to others, because we need each other. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so
0: did you always know that you kind of wanted to do something in music? You wanted to write poetry? Did you always think, I'd love to do this as a career one day?
1: I kind of just fell into it, honestly. It was like something that I had always been doing. I was in choir from elementary school all the way up to a collegiate level. And then, like I said, after I graduated high school, that was the first time I got into the studio. And things just started like really aligning themselves for this path and I just always knew that I wanted to do something that I loved and music was the most consistent thing that kept me grounded in in my life and so yeah it it just kind of happened naturally I'm always like telling my mom I got to do what I love I got to do what I'm passionate about and yeah so I'm passionate about a lot of things but music has been the the grounding force for me
0: Mm. And when you think back to when you were younger, what were you growing up listening to? Or was there like a record, a CD, or whatever that you played obsessively that made you think, yeah,
1: I might want to do this one day? So I took a lot of road trips growing up with my mom and uh just traveling from like Alabama to uh Wisconsin. That's like 16 hours. And so she'd have all of these different types of CDs and I really grew up listening to neo soul and R&B music. So artists like Tina Marie inspire me. um, Vivian Green, Jill Scott, like all of the, the OGs that were really talking about like love and just expressing themselves in a soulful way. Like those are the types of frequencies that motivated me to be like, okay, like. Music is created from a real place, and it it just makes me feel good. And so, yeah, it was it was that it was that encouragement through their music, and also like whenever I would go to family gatherings or and things like my family was always playing music, and they always be like, "Oh, Ari, we want you to sing, sing." And and then I remember one gathering like they they paid me to sing, and so I was like, "Oh, okay, this this <laughs> might be." This might be it for me. They went around with a little collection plate. That was hilarious. Oh, nice! At least you got to make some money while you were doing it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. And what about um? What was the first record or piece of music? I say record just as a generic term. Like, what did you buy when you with like your your pocket money when you were a kid? Can you remember the
1: first thing you bought? Honestly, I wasn't into like buying music like that. I was I was just immersed in it like through my family you know yeah and i know that growing up like one artist that really inspired me especially when i got into like high school was frank ocean frank ocean was just when i heard channel orange that blew my mind and i was like yeah i i love this type of music the alternative like r&b like soul music like this is it and so i literally ran through frank ocean played him all the time frank ocean and alicia keys those those were the the two for me oh yeah well i can see why i can definitely see
0: the influence in your music now that you've said that as well um yeah what about um first gig you
1: ever went to maybe with parents maybe without So the first gig, well, I would say, like, the first time that I opened up, like, as, like, a performer uh, was in middle school. I did my talent show, um, and I did it with a friend, and we sang Rolling in the Deep by Adele. And, yeah, that was the first time, like, people... We're like, oh, like you can sing for real, like oh, you're not just like playing around, like this is this is this is real, this is intense, and so, yeah, that was really fun. Um, and then once I got to college, I was a part of this organization called the Next Great American Poet, and they did a lot of open mics, so I was always performing at the open mic, and you know, just getting more comfortable with expressing in that way and performing, so. Yeah, I would say that was like the start of it for me, middle school. Mm, okay. And are you an independent artist? So I actually just signed to an independent label called Saint and Citizen. And so I am now signed to an independent label. Oh, wow. Congratulations. How does that feel? Thank you. It feels incredible. I've been building with them for the past two and a half years. And... It feels like, you know, the right time to be like really like locking in and like, you know, concrete in a concrete way. And yeah, it, it was beautiful because we got to like really like court each other creatively and, and see like if this was truly something that's aligned outside of like um the business of things like we really got to build that creative foundation and we got to build a bond and that is so important to me that I feel creatively safe, creatively heard and nurtured and and poured into, and they didn't have to do it, but they did. And so, yeah, it's, it's beyond, it's beyond what I could have imagined to have this type of support, to have a team, because I'm a very independent person by nature. I'm, I'm out here telling people about my music. I'll be creating on my own if I can, you know, just recording on my laptop, even if it's not the best quality. But, you know, ultimately it provided that level up in quality, in sonics, in, in visuals. And so, yeah, it's it's been incredible so far.
0: Okay I'm glad because I was wondering about the transition between being independent as as you've said as well you are also quite an independent person when it comes to your music and direction so that's nice that it's been going so smoothly with the new labels that's great. Um, So I know that you're gearing up to release your debut solo EP so that Mm -hmm. is some more really exciting news and I think that's due for is it this year or this summer so what can you tell me about that so far what are you allowed to tell me what
1: can people expect? this project is all about calling in like love from a really genuine place and and just reimagining what love and connection is with other people and with self and this project gets pretty vulnerable it's fun it's unorthodox um the production on here is just incredible i create i collaborated with so many like creative geniuses in atlanta and i feel so blessed to be able to do that but i feel like people are really gonna be able to like resonate it with this project and like you know it's, it's a lot of different vibes on it so ultimately i know it's gonna be like like a big hug it's gonna feel like a hug and i love that Okay.
0: Okay. I love that. (laughs) And I think I've just realized I've come this far and I haven't asked you about your artist name. So where did that come from? Ari the Gem, obviously Ariana being your name, but um, what what about the Gem? Where did that bit come from?
1: So it's interesting. I actually was like going through a really hard time um, processing the death of my grandfather. And I was, I was kind of just like not in a good mental space. And I just felt like a sense of just disconnect from like myself, but also there was a space of me just finding a new aspect of myself. And so this name came to mind. It was like Gemstar. And I was like, okay, Gemstar. And I was, I was like, you know, man, my name is Gemstar. And then um one of my friends actually his name was Middlechild, and he was just like the gym. And I was just like, Oh, Ari the Gym. Oh, this makes sense. This <laughs> makes so much sense. And so I just resonated. I resonated with that. I felt like my energy has always been a rare type of vibe. And people always tell me that I'm, I'm like no other. And so it just felt fitting Ari, the gym. Plus I didn't want to run for my name. Like I know people, they come to me, they're like, Oh, what's your name? I'm like, Oh, my name's Ari or my name's Ariana. And they're like, Oh, like Ariana Grande or like, Oh, uh, Ari Lennox. And I always like, that was always frustrating to me. Um, to like have to, explain to people like yes my name's Ari but you don't have to make that reference (laughs) but I feel like Ari the gym is such a a stand a standalone type of name and it really does separate me from you know the uh, other Ari's and things like that so I really took that and ran with it because it you know just allows people to see that yeah she is rare she is a, a gem, she is something that you don't normally see often and very valuable so yeah I like that.
0: Okay, I love that. And um, on to like performing, as we touched on earlier, your first ever gig when you're at school. So, do you perform a lot of gigs maybe around Atlanta or around some other places in the US?
1: Yeah, so <clears throat> I have been performing regularly in Atlanta with a band and just doing other things um, within the city. I really enjoy performing here it's a really expansive place where you can get a lot of performance opportunities. Um, But as of right now, I'm like really getting more specific around the spaces that I want um, my art to live. Um, And, you know, although it's easy to just like perform anywhere, like I don't want that. I kind of want to be more, just more intentional with my energy Mm -hmm. because I remember like performing at a space. Right. And I, there was like 30 other artists on the lineup. And so I didn't even perform till about 2 AM or something like that. And that's just like, that's a lot. That's a lot. So, and I'm being more specific these days about where I'm performing and why I'm performing. But yeah, I definitely love to perform okay
0: now I love that you're being a bit more choosy especially so on in your uh, early on in your career sorry because you might be feeling like you should say yes to loads of stuff but that's quite good you've been choosy because yeah no one really wants to be playing at 2am to I don't know probably a bunch of drunk people by that point if it was in the UK that's how it would be anyway that's cool um so I know you've recently started using um so this will be obviously ideal for like any performances in future so this JBL Eon1 compact portable PA and it comes with a professional grade mixer so did you have a PA system before this or were you using like house PA systems
1: yeah so I was borrowing um My friend's PA systems, because, of course, I have a pretty expansive creative community here. And, um, yes, sometimes I'll just use venue speakers, but a lot of times I would have to just, like, borrow um, a friend's speaker. So getting this really changed the game for me, honestly, in, in a lot of different ways from performance. Um, in the for performances in the future and also just for practice now. Um, just being able to have something that I can easily carry around and, and take where I need to take so I can be preparing for these performances it's, it's been a game changer.
0: Oh, well, that's amazing. What did you think about the sound since you've been using it so far? What was the sound quality like?
1: The sound quality is top tier. I'm I'm blasting it in my room. I know my roommate's probably like but like no it's it's really good I I really have been enjoying it and my music sounds super clear and, and fire on it so yeah it's been good okay amazing and what about how easy is it to set up I'm hoping I'm guessing it's quite simple oh the setup was so easy it was like you take it out the box you plug it in the wall and boom that's That's about it. Connect your phone. I love that it has multiple ways to connect to it. Like you can connect to it via aux or you can connect to it via Bluetooth. Um, And I really enjoy the fact that it's a portable. And it has a rechargeable battery, so it doesn't necessarily have to be plugged up. I feel like that was the the biggest thing for me because it's like, all right, maybe I want to do um, a little pop up performance somewhere just outside randomly, right? I can I can take this and just have it, and then not even need to be plugged up. So it created a space of of freedom and um, accessibility for many many things. So.
0: Yeah, well, that's essential, isn't it? And I know you're signed now, but what would you say for anyone that's perhaps unsigned or doesn't really have much um, in the way of perhaps, um, you know, just being able to get their hands on a PA system, but what would you say to anyone if you were going to recommend it,
1: like, to an artist, like, um, how would this benefit them? I feel like it really benefits an artist because not only can you um, play your instrumentation through it, um, but you'll be able to connect a microphone to it as well and and play it at play it at the same time. So this is really like the lifeline for an independent artist that is out here gigging and and making money through music like this is one of the the tools that you need It's foundational for for that. so I would definitely say that this this tool yeah it's it's it, it's everything. It's the start. It's the start for sure. Okay, I'm glad it's going to be so useful. Um,
0: oh, one thing about the EP—you're probably not allowed to say. Um, are you allowed to say the name of it yet, or are you being mysterious for now?
1: Um, yeah, we're still we're still working on the name. We're okay. still, we're okay. still you know, we do have like something that we all really resonate with. Um, but you know, I, I kind of want to keep that on the hush hush until you know we really really lock that in. That
0: makes sense. You gotta keep some things back. Okay. Um, so if anyone wants to, you know, find you on social media or anything to check out the news about your EP and just see what you're
1: about, where can they find you? So y'all can find me on every single platform at Ari the Gym, A-R-Y-E-E the G E M. And yeah, you'll find music, um, you'll find interviews, you'll find just funny stuff um yeah everything okay cool um well
0: best of luck with the EP I can't wait to see I'll be following you as well on Instagram to see when it comes out so I'm intrigued to know what it's going to end up being called as well as well as the rest of us so thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today
1: absolutely thank you so much headliner for wanting to speak to me um for sending me the speaker Um, I'm so grateful for the opportunity and, you know, when I come to the UK, maybe we can make that connection. I would absolutely love
0: that. So I'll have to definitely keep an eye on your socials now then to see when you're over here. (laughs) We can bond over the weather being hot or not. We'll see by the time you get here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you as well. All right. Bye.
1: Headliner radio supporting the creative community.